Side Hustle Show 133, how to accelerate your side hustle with webinars. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now your host, Nick Loper. What's up, what's up, Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where it's all about ideas, action, and results. We're working on all three today with my guest who quit his job in June of this year, June 2015, after several years of side hustling. We'll get into that. But this is episode 133 of the Side Hustle Show, how to accelerate your side hustle with webinars. By the end of the show, you'll know the type of content you can present on a webinar, even if you've got nothing to sell right now, how you can get attendees and rapidly grow your email list, how to repurpose your webinar content into ongoing income streams, and of course, the tools and tech to get it all done. My guest is John Schumacher from hangoutsthatconvert.com. Yes, it's a very meta business that helps other businesses grow using the awesome power of webinars that John grew himself, you guessed it, through webinars. Notes, links, highlights, plus John's top tips are available to you in a free downloadable PDF at sidehustlenation.com slash 133 or through the link in the episode description of your podcast player. Ready? Let's roll. Hangouts that convert. Um, we help uh, online entrepreneurs leverage the power of Google Hangout webinars to build their audience, build their list, and sell more of their products and services. And the idea came from actually an older brand that I was doing in background, which is in healthcare. And I began interviewing, doing live webinars, live interviews with entrepreneurs in the healthcare industry. Okay. That was the, another side hustle. That was another, this is my third. I mean, I've, I've done, I've had multiple side hustle business failures over the last four years. I don't know how much you want to get into that, but I probably can, it's more than I can count on one hand. Well, it's it's good to know that Hey, you kept you kept at it, and then you found something that that stuck. And that's that's key, persistence, right? I mean, don't give up on your long term goal, which could be freedom for you. I know it was for me. It was no noble cause. It was selfishly pursuing my own freedom, and that's what kind of motivated me. Yeah, totally. Uh, but you know, I would have given up if if I wouldn't have kept going and going. And and don't be afraid to quit stuff either if it's not working. If you can tell inside, it's not for you as well. Like you'll need to pivot. So you started doing these these hangouts, live hangouts uh, for the healthcare space, which wasn't taking off. But you're like, hey, maybe there's something to doing these hangouts, or there seems to be an interest around them. How did how did that get started? Yeah, exactly. Um, and the healthcare stuff did take off per se. Um, I was getting a lot of publicity. I was getting writing offers and different, you know, some clients, but it wasn't replacing my income. And okay. at that time, I wanted to replace a pretty solid income. My background is in physical therapy. I made a good living. And I own a home in California. I have a wife. You know, I can't just live in my mom's spare basement mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, $500 a month. I needed to replace some income. So, so that um, kind of was what motivated me to, to, you know, kind of stick it out a little longer than I probably should have. But. Okay. Did it start as a, as a blog? Like how did, how did Hangouts that convert, the Hangouts that convert.com get its start? We had a lot of experience with Hangouts and webinars and live casting. So we pivoted into that. And we literally pre-validated the idea. So we did not create a website right away. We did not have... We had zero following really in marketing. We had a little bit of an email list in healthcare. But what we did to start the thing 
was we actually hosted two free webinars and we gathered up about 150 emails uh, from those webinars and then we turned around and sold access to a three-week boot camp that we um, then fulfilled with webinars. So we're, I'm a big webinar guy, right? <laughs> I mean, so so we actually built a little list in this niche and we turned around and sold to those people, about 150 names, not a big list, um, access to a boot camp that we were going to teach them hangouts. And so we sold 10 seats at uh, 200 bucks. It was a couple grand, not a lot of money at the time, but we validated our hey, idea. Definitely. We validated our idea. And then we since took the recordings of those sessions, because we do Google Hangouts, we put them into a membership area, and we've done solid five figures with that on, on demand afterwards. So Hangouts to Convert started with just doing Hangouts, and then, and then we built a website and a few things after we validated our idea. Well, let's back it up. How do you get those, those first uh, 250 attendees or 250 um, regist- registrations for the webinars? Yeah, so it was just a matter of myself and my partner sharing on social media. You know, that was basically it. Um, Facebook, Twitter, a few things where we just said, hey, guys, you want to learn Google Hangouts? We're hosting a free webinar, you know. And then on those first two webinars, we didn't sell anything. We just kind of asked them questions. We found out what they wanted to learn about. Um, One of the great things about doing webinars is you get to kind of test the market a little bit. You get to find out, get real feedback from people and a lot of those people that actually attended those free webinars were obviously the ones that ended up joining us because they got to know, like, and trust us, and they saw what we were doing. So it was just a matter of, of sharing a registration page. So we use Webinar Jam Studio. Um, it's a Google Hangout webinar software program. It gives you a link to a registration page. You can share that link anywhere on social media. Um, you can share it with your, your, any kind of an email list you have, and then that'll help gather some people up you know, for your webinars. Oh, interesting. What's the, do you know the price for that off the top of your head? Yeah, it's three ninety seven a year. So it's $397 a year for access. Um, that's, there's other products on the market as well that will help kind of maximize your Google Hangouts. But uh, that's the one I've used for, God, since December of 2013, I've used Webinar Jam Studio. And it's been really the key software for me to allow us to collect emails for our Hangouts. Because as you know, email, you know, building that email list and then, of course, building the relationship with that email list is a huge part of having an online business. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so was there sold the through, through, through just social media? Uh, any, any paid advertising at that point? No paid advertising at that point. That was all just organic kind of sharing. And, and we had about 150 people sign up for those two sessions. So, I mean, you know, we went from zero on that list to about 150 in, a few, in you know, the course of a few weeks. And then, um, and then we were off to the races, you know, and so that was the start of Hangouts. And Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a fantastic uh, kind of pre way to validate it, right? Selling those 10 three-day boot camp seats. So, so what did you take, host in the boot camp? Just more, more content related to getting the stuff set up? Yeah, we just host, so we fulfilled. So the people signed up, and then they were on a list, and then so we used Webinar Jam again to fulfill the order. So we we did three live sessions for these people, um, you know. So they were invited to each session. Then we had the recording placed in our web uh, on a, just a little web page that we then created later okay. uh, for them. And okay, then, okay. So if you if you couldn't make it live, you can watch the recording. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite methods is pre, pre-validating a new product, pre-validating an offer using webinars because then, you know, people will pull out their wallets and buy it before you actually make it. Yeah, so so in this case, the, the, the boot camp had not yet been created, but it was pre-sold? It was pre-sold, and of course, we had to create the content for the trainings, but, um, 
but we knew before we spent all this time and money creating a course that people wanted it. Um, people would pull out their wallets and pay $200 for it. So that's, uh, I see it all the time with clients that I coach too as well. I encourage them to use you know, the pre-sale model because I see people spending you know, three months and hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands of dollars creating these perfect, pretty little courses and then they launch them and no one wants them. Yeah. And that's, that's like the, the curse of chasing that passive income. It's like, oh, you know, I'm going to build this. I'm going to, you know, put on all these speculative hours up front and, and then you launch and it's crickets. And it's like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, uh, that's very scary stuff. So I like this. Um, and I'm trying to try to think of uh, parallels, like other, what other businesses you're talking very entrepreneurial customer, which I think is, is perfect. Is like, you got to, you know, have to target business owners because business owners are used to spending money to to grow their business, right? And trying to think of parallel businesses that this could be applied to, like how um, you know hosting this social media, and you could even kick it off the same way with this uh, with this type of webinar. Did you have any conflict of sell? Like, I'm when I think of of posting on social media, like uh, on Facebook and stuff, like that's my friend. So it would be weird to you know then sell them a two hundred dollar thing. Like that would that would be weird to me. I mean, it was just, um, that's just how we did it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it felt weird or not. I mean, I know that myself and my partner give a lot, you know, we give a lot of value. So that's, I, I didn't feel weird about it at all. I mean, okay. in fact, those first, those first two webinars, we didn't sell anything. We just talked to the people and, and, and educated them the best we could and answered their questions and, Okay. Okay. And then sold sold the bootcamp through email after the fact. Yeah. Exactly. No, we didn't try to pitch right off of Facebook right away. That's just how we did it. We just did two free sessions with no selling, just to build a little bit of a list and get feedback because we were still kind of wondering what people wanted to learn too, right? I mean, we thought that we knew, but you never know until you really find out. And then through email, we invited people to another training and then offered them to go deeper with us in a bootcamp. Okay. All right. And so at that point. Then you 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 say okay there's there's definitely a demand for this type of information. Now I'm going to go and build out the site around this topic. Yeah yeah so we we had a friend build a site for it just to kind of have us have something for people to look at you know like if we were going to go to a network and people say oh you know what do you do or hangouts at convert.com you know let's say okay they have something they can go look at to learn more about us. Um, so yeah we built the site and all that after we had kind of validated the idea again. This is my thoughts and my current thinking of the situation. You know, my focus was always on the webinars and the email marketing. The website, you know, was not a huge focus in the beginning. I think um, I think it should be at some point. But again, I think you're in business if you have if you have a way to build your list and then, you know, obviously, you know, market to that list, too. Mm -hmm. So that's been really my focus is not to get too caught up on the site and some of the other pieces but really focus on hosting webinars, building a relationship there, and then, of course, email marketing. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. 
Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A. A-N-D-S.com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What was the most effective way to take it from that first $2,000 pre-sale to point where you felt comfortable like uh, quitting quitting your job? Because that seems like a big a big hurdle to make, like a one-time sale versus like, okay, this is going to be, this can be my full-time thing. Yeah, no, that was, that's been a while. And again, I waited a while before I left. Um, so yeah, we started, um, once we had the idea, we started doing um, joint ventures with people. Um, I had built up some relationships in the marketing space um, with people who were willing to to do joint ventures with us. And so, um, and some of them had decent size email lists. So we would, um, you know, ho- you know, they would mail to their list our registration link. Um, we would host the webinar for their people and then split, you know, revenue with them for the webinar. But the good thing about that was, gosh, I mean, we added, you know, 500, 600 emails, you know, in a week, sometimes doing that stuff. So, you know, we started to build our list and um, developing new offers for that list. And, and that's really when it started taking off is, is people started to see us. We started to build our list, which, you know, everybody out there listening, you know, email will, will outperform your other social sites like two to one or better all the time for actually creating sales. Once we had an email list, once we started building relationships with those people, we had some offers for them, both for one-on-one coaching, for, you know, our on, on-demand products, our mastermind, you know, that was really when I felt comfortable, you know, I was making, you know, my, my goal was to make 5000 a month mm-hmm. fairly consistently before I left. So once we started hitting that, I felt pretty comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, okay, this, this could actually be a thing. I like it. Yeah. So on the JV partner side, you were there any specific like industries you were targeting or you're you're saying i'm going to go after people with an audience of marketers who might be interested or an audience of business owners who who probably could benefit from adding hangouts to their 
toolbox to their to their you know arsenal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of our most successful was a video marketing coach. You know, right? I mean, that's kind of com- goes pretty well with what he's doing, and so that was a successful venture. He had a good following. That was helpful. Another one we did was for online business owners, which is a little more general, which did pretty well still. And we actually did one with a, an author coach, a book marketing coach that you might not think would be, hmm. you know, quite as congruent. But when you frame it a certain way, because I mean, you can really use these things to build an audience, right? We're all in the media business, right? We're all wanting to build an audience, a tribe, a following, whether you're an author, whether you're a coach or a video person or whatever, we all want to build a tribe. And and so webinars, in my opinion, is one of the core ways for lead generation, for building a list. I mean, it just works. I mean, one of the ways I was able to build, you know, an email list at all was was because I was hosting interviews within a webinar. So instead of maybe if you're a podcaster hosting a weekly interview, but your your goal is to build a list, you know, um, you can you can literally just start hosting interviews with your guests inside of a Google Hangout webinar and start collecting emails. I mean, that really helped. Like, I mean, I was getting next to nothing when I would put out recorded content, you know, as far as opt-ins. But when I started doing weekly interviews within a within a webinar, people will actually give you their name and email to watch the webinar, you know, hmm. <laughs> or watch the interview. So, so when I sent you the Skype invite for this interview, you're like, this guy's an idiot. We should be doing no, this on no, Hangouts. No, 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 no. Um, but I'm just saying that that's one strategy. I think people that people think about webinars, they only think I got to sell something. But they're great for building your tribe, building your audience. I mean, do an interview. I've done like I did, in healthcare. I did over fifty live interviews, um, wow. and, that, and that really helped build my list, right? Because people would opt in. My first one, I added a hundred emails to my list because my guest, who had a pretty good following, um, shared literally mailed his list the link. I'm like, oh my god, you know. And so that doesn't happen every time, but yeah. uh, but I know podcasters who have a million downloads, but maybe only have three hundred emails or something, you know. And it's like, God, that if you're looking to, to escape a business or create a business, you know, the email needs to be a bigger focus. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good uh, distinction to make because, you know, I've I've never hosted a webinar. I've co-hosted with, with a couple people, but I've never done my own because I don't I don't have anything. I'm like, what would I talk about? I don't have anything. Like, I don't have the, the big, you know, $997 product to put at the end of the, of the webinar, buy now, uh, you know, limited time discount kind of thing. And... And for that reason, like I'm plus like all of the technical hurdles, like I'm a little intimidated by to get that uh, overdone and and, and presenting live and all that stuff. Like there's some other, um, you know, excuses I could throw out there and and I will fully admit that they are just that excuses um, to get that started. So let's let's talk on the on the technical side. If people are saying, look, I could use a similar strategy to build up my audience to build up my list and whatever niche that is, or just to build up my authority in this space to go and sell whatever service I want to go sell. What does that look like on the technical side? So you mentioned these are all using Google Hangouts. These are using Webinar Jam Studio. Is there a, a more like bootstrappy way if I don't want to spend that $397 up front? Yeah. I mean, there are, there's a variety of services on the market. Some are better than others. You can use Google Hangouts for free. I mean, I actually started doing Google Hangouts before there was Webinar Jam, before there was any software that took a Google Hangout and, and optimized it. Mm-hmm. So you can do that. If you have lead pages, you can certainly use that. That's, that's a little less integrated together than Webinar Jam, but lead pages does have a template that you can use to host Google Hangout webinars. Okay. 
you can use optimized press 2.0 you know if you have an optimized press if you have some wordpress skills um, you can embed your hangout on a live page on your website so you can actually start the hangout on air just copy a piece of code just copy and paste it and put it on your site and host them there you can host them on facebook uh, on your facebook page there's an app called 22 social that allows you i think it's just like 22 bucks a month or something it's pretty cheap um, that will allow you to do basic hangouts uh, on your website. So there are options out there for that are less expensive. I don't think they work quite as well as Webinar Jam or like Easy Webinar is another one that is is fairly popular. Or, or Omar I know has Webinar Ninja. Mm-hmm. Probably heard of those products, but similar to webinar jam you know similar price point though as well you know okay. so so from so like I'm a, I'm a total rookie at this like from youtube i hit upload and it, and then there's an option that says broadcast and so i click broadcast and it starts like right away or it starts as soon as i hit the button basically but how do i you know plan that in advance so i'd say like hey this is happening sunday night at seven you will need to communicate via your email list uh, about that. If you're using a software program like Webinar Jam Studio, they have automatic reminders that go out and all that is taken care of. Okay. So if people sign up, they get all the reminder emails, the buttons to attend. You know, Most of those webinar services uh, allow you to have all of that tightly integrated. So all the follow-up emails, reminders, all the links to attend, that's all done for you. Um, if you host it on your website, um, you'll need to send out your own email reminders like via MailChimp or AWeber or whatever you're using for an autoresponder to okay. r- remind people yes. to show up. So it's you can do it on the cheaper, which I still think what's three ninety seven for a year is less than forty dollars a month. You know, I would right. highly recommend it doesn't going take, with, it doesn't take many sales to to make up for that. No, and they have a great affiliate program too. If you make three sales affiliate wise, you you you've already paid for your year. So I would recommend it. I mean, you can set it up to save that $30, $40 a month to, you know, but it's going to be a little more headachey than than you might want. So compared to GoToWebinar, which is like, you know, for their max package is I think $400 a month or $300 a month, Mm -hmm. you know, it's never been more cost effective to to use, really have your own live broadcasting station from your laptop computer where you can, you know, I mean, in the know, like, and trust you build, I mean, we did not have a huge following, but we were making sales, you know, because people knew us. They could see us on the video. They could they could interact with us. They could hear us. And some of these people would never heard of us before. And they actually bought our program like right on the spot, you know. So, you know, that's another factor, too, that really I would say is I, I believe that live streaming, live virtual presenting is the future of storytelling, you know. Yeah. Are people, so I've been, you know, I use Hangouts from all my mastermind meetings and stuff, like, and people's faces are down at the bottom of the screen, and everyone can talk. Are you doing it that way, or just strict, like, presenter mode, no one else can, no one else is, is chiming in? You know, so for bigger events, yeah, we do it with um, with the chat role. So we use Webinar Jam. I know I've said that many times, but we use that. It, it has a great chat role. I can actually pull people from the chat role, put them on the screen with me, and then put them back in the audience um, so if you're doing large Q and A, because I mean some of our Q and As are getting too big, you know, like we have about, almost 100 people in our mastermind now. Oh wow! And, and so it's like <laughs> to to bring everybody on would be chaos. Um, and there's still technical challenges for some people, you know, if they don't have the right setup or something, you know, if they're new. So we for our larger group things, we we use just use Studio and have people chat in the chat role. 
for small groups under 10, you know, you can obviously just use, have people on screen with you. So okay. we've done that. We've done that as well. Like we offered private sessions for people. I remember who bought webinar jam through us. And so we did, we did literally put them on the screen with us. So you can have up to 10 people on a hangout. And, and so that's actually on in the video strip, like you were talking about. Um, but beyond that, um, you're going to need some kind of chat role. I'm sure to, to do it in chat, chat role is actually the name of one of these services. Yes. Yeah. You don't need that with webinar jam. I don't like chat role really. I mean, you, you need chat role if you're going to use lead pages. Like okay. if, if you want to, cause lead pages just has a template. You have to paste in your hangout. You have to paste in your chat role in order to make that work. And of course you have to link a bunch of lead pages together. So, um, you know, I don't really, I don't like that model at all really, unless you're going to spend some extra time doing that. But yeah, most, most of the larger softwares have a, a nice looking chat role you know, right on the side, they're tightly integrated. Okay. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Is there a lag? <laughs> one, one, of the, one of the webinars I was on uh, with Google Hangouts, and it was like you would, you would ask a question, and then it would be like, you know, a, a 30 second delay before anybody like would respond in the chat or something. And so it's kind of like, okay, now we got to ask a question. We got to fill this dead air because we know there's a lag before this is actually getting broadcast out. Yeah, there is a lag. Um, you know, any live stream has a lag. Your television has a lag. Um, you don't notice it because all you see is that, but, <laughs> but, um, any live stream has a lag. And so it depends on your signal and how much juice is used and stuff, but okay. usually it's around 30 seconds, 30 to 45 seconds. So what you do um, is you need to set things up. Well, one, you need to be aware of it, but let's say you're using a software program and you're going to pop in an offer button live on the screen because you can do that, right? You can literally, you know, with some of these softwares, you can say, okay, it's time to buy. Here's the offer. Boom. And you can hyperlink out to a checkout page right on the hangout. Okay. But you need to set it up verbally. So it's like, you know, in a moment, I'm going to pop in an offer here. Uh, it's going to be talking about X, Y, and Z. And you talk about it and you verbally set it up for about 30 seconds or so and then pop in the offer. Um, because uh, that way you don't surprise people. You, you, they've, they've caught up to the 30-second uh, lag, and they now know that you're talking about popping in an offer. <laughs> okay, because that'll, so, that'll show up right away. They'll be like, who's this guy? What? The, the <laughs> offer will pop right in uh, in real time, but the lag is 30 seconds behind. So. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, but, you know, it's not a big deal. I mean, I hear I mean, tons of groups that people are like, how do you deal with the delay? It's, ama- it's crazy. You know, it's not that big of a deal, really. Um, you know, you just set things up. You just know it's there and just set things up. If you're going to pop in a poll to your live audience, you just want to set that poll up the same way. You know, in a moment, I'm going to pop in a poll. It's going to be asking you about this and this, you know, and then just then just pop in the poll. You know, yeah. it's really not 
people make such crazy deals about about that stuff, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, see, I'm, you're just picking holes in all my excuses here. So this is good. This is really good. So this is a great way to build authority, to build an email list. Like I, I can, I can be on board. I can be on board with that for sure. And doing the joint venture is a great way to accelerate that process. For on the on the monetization side, specifically for Hangouts that convert, is your your mastermind program, and then your your one on one service. You know, do you do you still sell the boot camp, or that's kind of all included now in the master or in the in the membership? We have three tiers: one on one. Uh, group coaching, which is a mastermind, and then of course just standalone info products. That initial boot camp that we pre-sold for two grand um, is now part of our kind of video library that we give access to people uh, in our masterminds and in our group coaching. We initially just started selling that as an info product, but then we kind of batched it in with with sort of some other offers and things. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's that's done great. I mean we've done five nice solid five figures, not six figures or seven. I'm not that kind of marketer yet, but you know it's <laughs> it's it, it's it's been enough income to replace my income in, in conjunction with our one-on-one services. Yeah, I mean, and then some of the on-demand products we mainly use to liquidate advertising costs or pay business expenses, and then the most of our money is made through our group coaching and one-on-one right now. Okay, so it's like a. a so you can do paid advertising that funnels into these cheaper lower lower tier products and then then you're you know then you're building that no like and trust through through email we use facebook ads to bring in new leads a lot of the times and yes those lower ticket sell some call it a self liquidating offer you know that thirty seven dollar twenty seven dollar you know ninety seven dollar product that's either you know initially after they opt in or just you know in the follow up email sequences where you get to indoctrinate them to your brand. And then, yeah, offer, you know, lower ticket offers. If they don't buy that, then we usually, you know, either way, we'll get them on a webinar shortly after that, you know? So we host webinars every month. Mm-hmm. And then that's really where a lot of people get to know, like, and trust us and buy those $500 products or those, you know, even one-on-one relationships for some people. They want that one-on-one coaching. So that's really where our money is made. Yeah, that's a, that's an area. So you got a little bit of the recurring uh, recurring revenue, a little bit of the one-off stuff, and then a little bit of these kind of like smaller tiers that we hope to just uh, break even on on the advertising, bring new people into the fold. I think that is is an interesting way to look at it because I've never like the only advertising that I've ever run is like I if I'm breaking even on it, like that was a waste. Like I want to I want to make money on this ad, um, so this is kind of an interesting entry like a, a gateway drug into the, into your, <laughs> into your brand. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I wouldn't worry about that on the front end, like, you know, the, your front end offers, I mean, you might make a little money on it, but you know, your goal is to, is to, is to scale that. And so if you can, you know, keep pay for your ads that, you know, if you're bringing in, you know, a hundred leads, you know, a week, um, you know, if you could pay for that and have a little extra, you might want to put a little more back into advertising to see if you can scale that number up a little bit. Because, I mean, you know, like you say, I think well, who, I can't remember who said it, but the, they said the company that can pay the most to acquire a customer wins. I can't remember who said it. I think it was maybe Dan Kennedy or somebody who said that. Right. It's like if you can afford to, to bring in more people, you know, your back end is really where you're going to make your money. Yeah, it's not I'm, <laughs> front end. I'm I'm blanking on who said that quote too. I know people are like shouting at their dog like I'm walking right now and being like, Come on guys, it was this guy. Yeah. I can't remember either, but yeah. 
Um, this is uh, this is very fascinating, fascinating stuff. And you know, although this is very meta, talking about using webinars to sell, you know, webinar products and stuff, I think it can be applied to uh, a ton of different services and, and kind of online products, oh. especially if you're targeting that business uh, that business audience. I have clients in all niches, healthcare. I have education-based, edu- you know, teachers. Like uh, I had a gal who helps students finish their PhD. What we really do is help people sell pro- their their expertise via webinars. I mean, I had a I had a chiropractor client um, the other day who had no product. All he had was an ebook. He was trying to sell these little low ticket things. I'm like, no, guy, like let's let's get this together. Um, and we actually he already had you know some webinar stuff. He'd done a few of them, but he just didn't know from a strategy standpoint how to do it. He you know had a bit of a list though. So for some of your audiences who don't have a list, you might not get these results right away. But he had about 40, 4,500 emails in a niche in healthcare, and we went ahead and and hosted that free webinar. And then we pre-sold access to a live training that he fulfilled with webinars. He made 5,500 bucks on his first webinar. He didn't have a product yet. And now we've since taken the recording of that product. And and now we're building a funnel around it. Now we're building what's called a value ladder, some would call, or or a product line around that offer that we've already validated. So this this works in health. This works in this health. This works in, in education. I mean, it's not just marketing and selling webinars. I mean, you could sell your expertise on a webinar and fulfill it with a training first. Or if you already have a product, you could sell that too, you know, but it works in every niche. I mean, it's not like a marketing only club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really works. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely it's definitely hot in uh, in the market. So that's why I'm just giving you a hard time for it. But yeah, yeah. No, John, this is really cool. So thank you so much for joining me, everybody. Check him out at... Uh, hangoutsthatconvert.com. I know I need to be spending some more time over there myself, and maybe you'll see some Side Hustle Nation webinars coming up. But John, let's wrap things up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. Persistence. I failed many times. I've been struggling for four years, uh, working 12-hour days. Again, I recently walked away from my career about two and a half months ago. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Thank you. And I failed multiple times in network marketing. I tried day trading. I was chasing freedom and chasing that selfish freedom of my job. Um, Again, I started and buried a couple different brands before I got to this one. Don't ever give up on your long-term dream, but don't be afraid to quit things that don't feel right for you because there's a lot of things that you're going to quit along the way, but that doesn't mean you're giving up on your long-term dream, which for you, like me, could be your own freedom. So don't give up on that. Stay persistent, but always be evaluating what you're doing if it's working. If you've gone a year and what you're doing isn't working, you either need to pivot strong. You might want to pivot or you might want to change something. Don't keep, you know, keep, stay persistent, but don't just keep doing the same thing and getting the same results. <laughs> yeah, the, the fine line between uh, persistence and, and insanity. Right. I love it. John, thanks so much. And we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Hey, guys, a couple quick notes before we wrap up. First off, uh, how to start a hangout on air. Now, I actually misspoke during the video. Actually, Google or YouTube changed their uh, their process for this. So what you'll do now is you'll go to Google+, and then you want to choose uh, Hangouts from the drop-down menu. Currently, it's on the left-hand side of your screen. Yeah, that'll bring up the Hangouts menu, and then there's an option for Start Hangout on Air. And so that's a really cool way to go about it. Now, one thing that's intimidating to me is like the default setting is public, and so I make sure to X out the box that says public, and I put a another email address that I own in that 
um, in that in you know invitation box. Like it won't let you start it with zero invitations, so you got to put something in there. You can put in your significant other, an, e- an e- email address that you own, something that's safe, right? And then what I'll do is I'll paste, and so I'll you know start the hangout, and then what I'll do is paste that link, the hangout link at the top of the you know, browser bar basically into a pretty link in my WordPress site. And so it'll be, you know, like we talked about sidehustlenation.com slash webinar, right? I can have that redirect to the, you know, actual hangout page. So that's how um, I'm getting it set up. And like John said, you can actually host these things for free. It's, it's just that, it's Webinar Jam, the software he mentioned, uh, that's letting you collect the emails. So there's no like landing page in advance for that. You just have to kind of be like, hey, at this time, go to this link, and I promise there'll be something there, right? You can't send people, you know, a week in advance to be, hey, sign up here, unless you're, you know, have some other integration that's doing that. So that's the advantage of the software. But you can do this totally for free, uh, you know, just using Google Hangouts. I've done that a handful of times just to host little Q and A sessions where people are like live on the screen with me, and we just chat back and forth because I've only had you know up to ten people on there, and it's worked out pretty well. So like I said, for all um, notes, links, highlights, uh, and John's top webinar tips from this episode, you can head to sidehustlenation.com slash 133 and grab that free PDF download there. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm very, just very grateful to have the opportunity to spend some time with you today, wherever you may be at this very moment. Now, John's a guy I met at uh, at podcast movement this summer i'm just glad we had a chance to connect because you know first this webinar stuff is i think really powerful and even though i'm behind the ball on it it's um and secondly it's really cool that he's like turned his expertise in it into a you know from a side hustle into a full-time business and uh, speaking of conferences, I'm I'm off to Charlotte this week for FinCon, the Financial Bloggers Conference, and I've heard nothing but good things about this show, but it's my first time attending, and it's actually my first official conference speaking gig on Friday, so wish me luck for that. Now, originally, I had hoped to put together a little side hustle meetup for people in and around the Charlotte area. It doesn't look like, at the moment, that schedule is going to allow that, so I apologize for that, but still looking uh, forward to my time in the Queen City. If I am able to put something together last minute, I'll definitely let you know. Until next time, let's go out there, make something happen, and I'll catch up with you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to The Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com. 